This is an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow, live from Brew Wings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Jerry Bo, Josh Jordan, and Andrew Carlson bringing you all the winners on a Sunday morning. But let's get over to that phone line right now. Again, it's open, 713-780-3776. If you want to talk anything fantasy, if you want to talk anything gambling, if you want to talk anything Astros, the phone line is open. We hit all that in the first hour. Anything you miss at Podcast Arena is where you can find it. At Sports Map is where you can find our plays, under our radar plays, our uh, waiver wire picks, everything that has to do with fantasy football and gambling, you can find at Sports Map. But let's get over to our man, Tony, on the HRMP listener line. He has a question about fantasy today. Tony, you're on Moneyline. What's hey, going good morning, on? Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. How good are morning. you? Good morning. Good. Hey, what uh, can we I do for you? A, yes, sir. I just want to ask, uh, fantasy-wise, who would I start this week at QB? Uh, should I start Dak, Rodgers, since he's in Dallas, or or Wentz? And uh, furthermore, do you see Dak regressing as his uh, schedule gets a little more uh, difficult as the season progresses? And I'll hang up and listen well, regression, first off, let's talk about that because regression to the mean, positive or negative, is usually going to happen. That's why people have averages, right? So the word average is what they're going to get consistently, right? So yep. keeping that in mind, Dak started off so hot. I mean, those were numbers that he had never thrown up. Right. So expect regression to the mean to who he really is. Now, who is he really? Is he, be, is he the quarterback that who, who he's been the last few years? Because as far as fantasy world – Believe it or not, he's still a serviceable guy. He's yeah. still QB1. He's a back-end QB1, yep. but that's who he is. Now, these first few games got you thinking, man, maybe Dak's a top-five quarterback, yeah. and the guy that drafted him is overreacting. Now I'm saying this is what I expect him to be. Yes, expect him to regress some negatively towards the mean because he started off so hot. In this particular situation today, I believe that. They're going to attack the Green Bay Packers through the ground. I think they, yeah. they, they're, going to, they're going to smash them through the ground. But I'm scared as far as Rodgers because no Devontae Adams. That, that's huge. For me, I believe he said he had Wentz, Dak, and Rodgers he was asking about, right? And that's, yeah, I thought he said Rodgers, so out of those three. so I go Wentz, and exactly. it's not even that close for me. Here's what worries me about Dak. Did you see Amari Cooper? He couldn't even get out of his breaks last week. That, that ankle or whatever's going on with him, it's a problem. And – Dak needs him. If you look at the splits for what Dak did last year before and after Amari Cooper coming over, it was like he was two different quarterbacks. I think they do get Michael Gallup back this week, which will help. But me, I'm going Carson Wentz. I don't think it's that close. Like you talked about it, no Devontae Adams for Aaron Rodgers. And the Cowboys is a tough matchup anyway, even if he had Devontae. And Dak, I'm with you. I think they're going to run the ball that – we saw last week Packers got run on a lot. I think it's a Zeke Elliott game. I would go with Carson Wentz. QB5 through the first four weeks, that's what you get with Carson Wentz. What do you get for his opponents on defense? Bottom five and sack rate, 4%. That's very low. They allow the 12th most yards per pass attempt, 7.7 yards per pass attempt. Look for Wentz to take advantage of that. Yeah, fire up Wentz. No doubt. We got a few more right here. Let's get to a few more questions that we have coming off of Twitter. Our guy Kyle says he's got to start three, non-PPR, Chubb, Mixon, David Johnson, Michelle, or Eckler? Wow, you got it. Jeez. Uh, Chubb, Mixon, 
Who are the other ones? Johnson, Mitch, Michelle, or Eckler. Oh my God. Chubb for sure. Uh, I think David Johnson. You got a part. David for Johnson sure. for sure. I'm with you on those two. So let's pick one out of Mixon, Michelle, and Eckler. Oh man, non PPR. So that makes Eckler a little less attractive to me. So I'm probably rolling with Mixon there, even though I'm going to have to hold my nose while I do it. And who else to fire up a running back to against other than the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. That's a perfect spot. If not there, Mixon, Michelle makes sense some because uh, Burkhead's out. He is. So with him being out, a big spread. Yeah. You, you think that they're going to lean on the run game late. Game script plays for Michelle. Yep. I would either go Michelle or Mixon there. It's a tough one. It is. And Michelle hasn't been very good, but the matchup's great. Exactly. And the opportunity's going to be there in a big spread. That's when you lean on running backs that, that, that primarily run. We know Michelle is not a pass-catching guy. Look for him to run late. Hopefully he gets around that 18 to 20 touch right. range. But we saw Bolden get in the end zone last Yeah, week. and you that's know, the like, thing. Yeah. You look up a lot of times with these running backs, and you're like, who is it this time yeah. with these Patriot running backs? You never know what Belichick has up. He, it's like he game plans every game specifically yeah. for that running back. Like, hey, today it's your number. The guy's sitting there like, I didn't even know I was playing today. <laughs> and too bad Belichick doesn't send us an email and let us know this stuff. So you just have to have to Voice emails. It. How would it be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bolden, I think this is your week, Bolden. Score a touchdown. We're on to Cleveland. And, no, something like and no days off. No days off. All right, let's move to the next name. All right, let's do it. Man, we've been cruising through these games. We're doing a good job. All right, we already talked about this one a little bit, but I think we need to do it a little more because it's the Houston Texans. It's Atlanta. So if you missed it earlier, we're going to break this down one more time. Spread's now down to four. It was five earlier in the week. I got it at five. So it looks like, you know, Texans are favored. They're at home. Jerry likes the over in this game. It's at 49 and a half. Jerry, why do you like the over today? I just think the the strength versus weakness is the weakness on the Texans would be the pressure allowed, the hit rate to the quarterback, the sacks. But that's what Atlanta struggles. They don't create pressure. They're 21st in pass DVOA. The Watson will have time. Yeah. They're calling the Chalk Watson because he's going to be chalk this week in the DFS world. So the Chalk Watson will be highly owned. I think he'll pay off the price. A lot of people are laying off of this because Houston has been playing a lot of unders. Atlanta, though, 0-13 is last 13 games versus AFC opponents. That's a crazy stat. Ooh. When playing out of conference, 0-13 against the spread versus AFC opponents. 10-3, and Houston is straight up in the last 13 games as a favorite. Atlanta 1-6 on the road against the spread in the last seven. Man, that and that hurts me because I fired on Falcons plus five. I just – after I saw what I saw last week, man – I'm worried about the Texans. This game has a four-point game written all over yeah. it, to be honest with you. I think it ends by three or four. I don't know if the Texans cover, but I'm calling it right now. 30-27, Houston. There's that 57 points I named earlier. Nice, and I like that because I cover the spread. I win, and my Texans win. We also talked about we like Will Fuller this week. This could be a Will Fuller week. We don't know about Kenny Stills. We'll get to Andrew with the injury report here in just a little bit. But if Stills isn't himself, then it feels like a Will Fuller game. So in daily... I think Will Fuller's a good play this week. I think Calvin Ridley's a good play this week in daily. Lonnie Johnson's been struggling a little bit. Who's going to hold Julio? We need to talk about that quickly. Fire up Julio Jones this week. Who's going to run with him? Seriously. Is it crazy to think that Atlanta averages 17.5 points per game? That's That should be what Julio averages. You know I mean? it, literally, yeah. I am not even being facetious. It's straight up like 17 and a half points for Atlanta Falcons with all those weapons. Crazy. How does that make sense? But it goes to tell you that the names on the jerseys doesn't just make things work. Drafting 
uh, an offensive line to keep Matt Ryan upright, yeah. and they're all hurt. They're all hurt, and they're young. I think J.J. has a big day. He's, he's facing guys that aren't that experienced and aren't that great. That's usually when he feasts. So I, I think this is a good start for him. I think Matt Ryan put some, some points today, too. How about Kiki? You know what? It's tough, right, because we don't know about Kenny Stills yet. We need to get to Andrew with the injury update in a little bit. We just don't know. Kiki's a decent play if Kenny Stills is out, but he's been limited in practice, so we just don't know. We will get that to you a little bit later. Moving on, the game we've all been talking about, Jerry, Buffalo, Tennessee. I just can't wait to watch this one. Well, no, Slam really. me through this table, why don't you? I'm <laughs> so excited. I know. That's what Bills fans have to do to get pumped for games is get thrown through tables, which I totally get. Looks like Josh Allen passed concussion protocol. Looks like he's going to be back this week. Tennessee, you know, once you think you're counting them out, they show up and they have a good performance, and they kind of surprise you every week. And they're actually their favorites here by three points. They're home. Any play on this one? <sighs> the play here is to – Go mow the yard if yeah. this was the only game on TV. No, I'm just uh, joking around. Straight up, a game with a 38 over under, 38 and a half <laughs> in some spots, yells to you to stay away yes. from a fantasy standpoint. But someone's going to have to score some of these touchdowns, right? Right. Who is Mariota? Because I don't know if that we have a, an answer yet that's positive because no. a lot of people want to look at, again, box score readers going to go into last week and say, man, Tennessee played great. Yeah. But did they? What did Mariota really? Was he the factor? I don't believe so. I can't back Mariota. I can't even touch this game. Bills Titans with an over under of 38, 38 and a half, a three point spread. They don't even know who they like because we know that they give three points in home field. I'm passing as a whole because the books don't know where to even pinpoint this game. No, I, I'm with you. Maybe you fire up Frankie Gore again. Singletary's been questionable. We'll see if he goes. I mean, you know, Henry, you're playing him every week, but you can't trust a receiver here for Tennessee. You just don't know if it'll be Corey Davis. 28 touches for Henry last week. Yeah, so use him. But, man, everything else is just kind of murky. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. Let's move on. This one is actually kind of interesting to me. Denver at the L.A. Chargers. You know, I talked to our man Fred Fowler earlier this week. He is on the Chargers here, minus the points. It looks like it's down to five and a half now. It started at six and a half. So if you like Fred's gambling, he likes the Chargers this week. We'll give you that little tip. I don't know. This one's kind of tricky to me. I obviously like the Chargers, but I don't know. It feels like a big number. What do you think, Jerry? We can't keep treating these Broncos like the defense that they used to be. They can be had, this defense. Now, the last few weeks have been heartbreakers because we've seen Joe Flacco drive his team down in the fourth quarter to take the lead to ultimately end up losing. Flacco. He hadn't been that bad. He hadn't been sacked. Yeah. This team is not, on the defensive side, they're not the same team they were, but on the offensive side, they're not as well, if that makes sense, because they they have their moments. They do. It's just hard to back them against a Chargers team that, Coming into the season, there were a lot of Cinderella's, right? A lot of people had them painted as a Cinderella. The thing that's been keeping them down is injuries. Yeah. And, you know, we need to talk about Bradley Chubb, torn ACL for Denver. That's a big loss for them. Huge. So, you know, maybe Phil, big Philly style, has a little more time to throw the ball. We know when the Texans played the Chargers that their safeties were out. So I need to check the injury update on that, see if they're out again today. We'll check the actives and actives. But we saw last week Cortland Sutton went off. Emmanuel Sanders, another big game. So Flacco's been getting the ball to his receivers. So this one's kind of interesting. I'm le- if I had to bet this one, I would lead towards the Chargers covering the five and a half. But 
I don't love it. This one just worries me a little bit. And for all you guys worried about Melvin Gordon, Coach Anthony Lynn said, all but confirmed, let's say, that Austin Eckler will remain the uh, feature back. He said, I don't want to put Melvin Gordon in there and play him too much if I don't really have to. I like what Eckler's been doing. Hey, why change what works? And if you're in a PPR, keep rolling with Eckler. If I had to guess, it's going to be a 50-50 split this week on on touches, on carries, actually. So I think both of these guys you can start this week. Uh, What about Eckler owners right now? They're thinking, please do not come back. Oh, of course. Uh, You've gotten so lucky with Eckler. I'm one of them, yeah. You are? Yeah. How do you feel about Gordon coming back? What are you going to do with Eckler? I'm starting him. No matter what. Yeah, and I'm in a PPR. I think they're going to split the carries. And here's a little insight, Jerry, something that maybe a lot of people don't know. You know, Inman's out for the Chargers, right? So they're having some injuries. Mike Williams has been banged up. I think we see Eckler in the slot a little bit today with Melvin Gordon on the field. Nice. Yeah. I like that angle. And I hope you like the next 45 minutes because we are going to keep bringing winners. We're going to keep bringing you some funnies. We're going to keep bringing you some dollars on a Sunday morning live from Brewings out in Rosenberg. The doors are open. Come hang out with us. And the wing smell is in the air. I'm about to get my fingers dirty. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. You're listening to an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow, live from Brew Wings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Give us a call, give us a text, shoot us a tweet at Moneyline97.5, at Josh Jordan 97.5, at Carlson Radio, at Jerry Bow Knows. We're live out at Brewings in Rosenberg. The wing smell is in the air, yes. and I'm ready to get this party started. Hopefully we can start it with a win early as we gave out Houston, Atlanta, over, over. today. We see a lot of points. We see a lot of money coming from that game. No doubt about it. Get on out here to Brewings. We're in Rosenberg. This is your chance. We're not going to be in Rosenberg every Sunday, guys. So come hang out with us. Jerry Bowe is going to give you some picks. We'll bet the games. We'll watch the Texans. This is a big one for the Texans, Jerry. They have to win this game because they have a really tough schedule coming up. And they don't want to get too far down. This is a, a division they can easily win. They just need to take care of business. I wish they would have done so last week. I, I did want to ask you about this, Jerry. What's the deal with them? Like, they – they don't play very well at home. Like, even going back to, to last year, the, the playoff game against the Colts, they, were only, they only scored seven points in that playoff game against the Colts. And then last week, they, what, they scored 10, some 10 or 14, something like that. The Jacksonville game was another low-scoring game. They only won because they went for it for two, and Jags didn't get it. What's the deal? Why can't the Texans score at home? It's the time. At the end of the day, pressure. Yeah. The pressure that comes in. They'll have their moments, and I think today's going to be just that. I really think that the Texans scored 30 points today. I really do. Are they going to do the silent count at home just so that they feel like they're on the road? I mean, because I'm, I'm half kidding, but I'm not. They, they, had, they did well against the Chargers on the road. They put up a lot of almost 30 points against the Saints on the road this year. We've seen them do it. They just don't do it for the home crowd. 
And I've seen Nick Martin. It's almost like he struggles at home when he can when he has to hear Deshaun call hike and he has to snap him the ball. It's almost like Nick Martin's better on the silent count. They, they got to figure that out. Yeah, they do. Let's figure out something about this Green Bay Dallas spread. We have our man Brandon yeah. on hold. He wants to talk Green Bay Dallas. What's going on, Brandon? You're on Moneyline. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? Good. Great. Hey, first off, Jerry, man. Thanks for your picks on your premium, man. You're making me making me money every week, so thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate Green that. Bay and Dallas. So looking at three and a half spread right now, everything in me is telling me to take Dallas, but with the history and Aaron Rodgers' dominance over the boys, just want to get y'all's opinion. Uh, hang up a listen. Thanks. No, it's a tricky game because that's exactly what you think of whenever you think of these two teams. You think of Green Bay uh, looking at. Dallas as Lambeau South. I've even yeah. heard Joe Blank use that exp- that term, Lambeau South. They're comfortable playing down here. They they uh, they win. Let's just put it that way. I won't forget that playoff game that they they broke hearts, and I was heavy, heavy, heavy on the Cowboys. But who are the Packers without Devontae Adams? And that's what ended up yep. losing that game. Uh, where they had two drives inside the 10, inside the 5 they had the ball, and they couldn't punch the the ball in against Philadelphia, which is a subpar defense. Now you're going to Dallas against a stud, young Dallas defense and and an offense that can keep the ball away from you. That's what's going to be important here. If you have an offense that can take your quarterback off the field whenever they want to, and that's what you'll see here because at times here you're going to see that Zeke Elliott's going to be fed healthy. Yeah, He's going to get a healthy dose of the ball today, and the Packers, they struggle against the run. So expect them to stay off balance. We talked about what would it be a – let's tell Wentz out of the equation for that question earlier. Who has a better game today fantasy-wise, Dak or Rodgers? I'm going to lead towards Dak, but it's close, and here's why. Amari Cooper's playing, but he's not right. But they do get Michael Gallup back this week, I believe. So I'm going to go with Dak over Aaron Rodgers. And, look, we know what Aaron's done to Dallas in Dallas. He's had a lot of success. The Devontae Adams thing is a deal-breaker for me, Jerry. Are you really going to re- rely on Jimmy Graham to be, like, your main guy to throw to? Valdez M- yeah, yeah, you know, Geronimo Allison. Like, ugh. I think what keeps this number down is that the Packers are 7-1 straight up, 6-2 and two against the spread in the last eight versus the Cowboys. This particular matchup, 6-2 and two against the spread, and we see him even beat him in the playoffs. Wherever, whatever the situation is, they always cover, but – those games have been close, one. Let's think about what Rodgers had to do whenever the Cowboys scored too early and they gave him less than a minute and he came down there and hit, I guess it was Cook yeah, with that ball. Line, yeah. Exactly. You remember that. It's a great catch. So great that's what people are going to remember. But what people don't realize is Dallas is 7-0 and straight up in his last seven games at home. So they defend home field very well. The Packers, 2-7 and seven against the spread since December 17th as a road dog. So when they're – a dog on the road, the number is usually right. Losing those games by an average of 2.56 points, that's that field goal range. That puts it at what it is today. I hate to say it, Cowboys win today, but I'm not convinced on that spread. This is one of those weird games where maybe the the Packers win by one or two points, and if you have that Cowboys three, three and a half, you ultimately lose, though. But I'll take the Cowboys today at home against Devontae Adam-less. Yes.
Packer team that will struggle, I think, in the red zone and failing to convert some of those touchdowns and settling for field goals, I think, will be the deciding factor in this game. No, I'm with you, Jerry. This is one where I really thought long and hard about betting this one, but it it, it, it worried me. It really did because I, I think the Cowboys are going to win. I just don't know if they're going to cover. The whole Devontae Adams thing is, is what throws me for a loop. He, he is so crucial to what they do. So I'm probably going to stay away from this one. All right. We got a question here from Twitter from a man, Steven, the weather guy. Carlos Hyde or Jarvis Landry for the flex today? You know what? Before we do that, you know, Jarvis Landry has been he's been dealing with some injuries. And, uh, Andrew, I believe you said you had a, an update here for uh, who's active and who's not. Do you have that ready for us? Yes, sir. We got that list ready to go. So we're going to start off over with the Arizona Cardinals and wide receiver Christian Kirk. He is out with an ankle injury, but he is expected to be back in week six. Moving on to Buffalo, run, running back Devin Singletary remains out with a hamstring injury. Tight end Tyler Croft also remains out with an ankle injury. Um, as we know, Mitch Trubisky, he's out for the Bears as they head over across the pond to London. Tyler Gabriel, he's also out. He's the wide receiver for the Bears. He's one of their speedy little deep threats. He didn't even fly over there, so that means their wide receiver, Javon Wins, gets a little value boost. Kenny Stills, we talked about him earlier. He is inactive with a hamstring injury, so that means Kiki QT is going to get a significant boost in his value. Stephon Diggs, he is active despite all of the issues he's had, missing practice and such with the Vikings this week. It's to be determined how much they throw to him, how much they work him in, but he is going to be active. New England running back Rex Burkhead is out with a foot injury, so that means Sony Michelle and James White both gain a boost to their value. And Ben Watson, the tight end for New England, he missed the first four games due to suspension. He is inactive due to a team decision, not because of an injury or anything like that. Wide receiver Julian Edelman for the Patriots, he is active despite a chest injury. Saquon Barkley, obviously he remains out, so Wayne Gallman's going to continue to get those reps for the Giants. Sam Darnold for the Jets, he is out this week, even though he got the majority of the practice snaps. So that means Luke Falk is going to be going for one more week before Sam Darnold comes back. Uh, Wide receiver Demarius Thomas, he is active for the Jets, as is wide receiver Josh Bellamy. For the Raiders, Dwayne Harris, wide receiver, he is inactive with an ankle injury. Wide receiver J.J. Nelson is inactive with a knee injury. Um, Also inactive for the Raiders, wide receiver Tyrell Williams is out with a foot injury, so they're missing three wide receivers. Deshaun Jackson for the Eagles, he remains out with an abdomen injury. Uh, For the Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster, he's active despite a toe injury, as is Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald, the tight end for the Steelers, he is active despite a shoulder injury. Uh, For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Brashad Perriman is out with a hamstring injury. And for the Washington Redskins, Case Keenum is inactive with a foot injury. That means Colt McCoy is the likely starter. Terry McLaurin is active despite a hamstring injury. And Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis both remain out with concussions. Wow. That explains that Raiders move. Remember I told you it was going 7-7 and a half, and I'm thinking why is it going that close to kickoff? Well, that explains it all. And another thing into my handicap, we talked about the struggles of the Raiders uh, having to fly out. They stayed in Indianapolis. They didn't want to fly. We know that. The favorites in London games, 62% against the spread. That's a big number. 72% winners straight up. Favorites usually cover in these big uh, London games. Now, another factor here that it has to be said is Vontis Burfecht. Oh, yeah. Suspended indefinitely, right? Yeah. Deservedly so. He's a criminal on that dink field. He is <laughs> yeah. a criminal. Being a Steeler fan, I hated that guy. Yeah. Okay? Me too. But he's he is 
in between the lines, he's a great ball player when he's not trying yeah. to decapitate someone. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So keeping that in mind, whenever you look at the Raiders' defense, he's the green dot. He's the quarterback mm-hmm. of that defense. What does the defense do the first game without him? <sighs> They're going to struggle a little bit. They're I mean, going to struggle. I mean, it, he's, a, he's a playmaker. I know he's kind of a, a pain in the ass and doesn't seem like that great a guy, but, you know, this is football. You know, and he played for the Bengals for years. He was good. They're going to miss him. And the Tyrell Williams thing is huge. How are the Raiders going to score this week? You know, I have Josh Jacobs in one of my leagues, and I'm really about to run to my phone and probably bench him for somebody. I've just They're going to load up the box. What, now you've yeah. got receiver injuries. They're going to load up the box, and that's trouble. That's going to be trouble. I'm liking that under even more now. Yeah. I don't see the Raiders getting past 13 points. And, i got this nailed at about 20 to 13. Yeah, and Roquan Smith, I believe, is back this week. Remember, he was just, like, gone from the team last week for the Bears, their middle linebacker? Nobody knew what happened. And now he's back. I guess he's going to play. And Khalil Mack's going to end somebody yeah. today. You think that Revenge it's game. the return of the Mack. Yeah. It's <laughs> return of the Mack <laughs> today. And, no doubt. And pump up the world. Now oh we, have, we have another question here from Twitter from our man Chris. A flex situation, a flexation is what they call it. <laughs> flexation? Austin Hooper a Rob or Mac also have Gordon ten team one point PPR. Uh, I think I'd go with Allen Robinson. I think he's going to have a big game today. A Rob as well. I think that that Raiders defense is suspect. They're going to get burnt. They give up big plays, and yeah. I think that he gets a big one. Now Hooper is interesting though because, man, he's quietly doing numbers. People don't realize yeah. how many numbers, uh, what kind of numbers Austin Hooper's throwing up. Go ahead, check him out if. Uh, for some whatever reason, you're playing in a league that's been asleep yeah. these last month of football. Go ahead and pick him up because Austin Hooper is throwing up numbers. He is. And, you know, Texans traditionally struggle against tight ends. But I will say, since they added Gibson, they've been a little better. So they've actually been all right. I wonder if Hooper's going to have to block a little more today, Jerry, because we know their offensive line's not very good. And J.J. and Whitney are going to try and get after Matt Ryan. So I worry if if they're going to have to have Hooper stay in and block a little more this week. Just think about this. Julio Jones leads that team in targets with 37 through week one through four. Austin Hooper second with 33 over the people like Sanu, Calvin Ridley. That goes to tell you everything you need to know. And we need to tell you everything that you need to know to get ready for the next 30 minutes. We're going to let it rip. We're going to break it down. It's you. It's us. Team Moneyline against the world on on a Sunday live from Brewings out in Rosenberg. Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. This is an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow, live from Brew Wings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. Come on out. We're live from Brew Wings out in Rosenberg. We're ready to get this Sunday started, 30 minutes till kickoff, yeah. and it smells like money, it smells like wings, mm. and it smells like fantasy questions. We actually have a few here. Let's help the people out. We're getting to the crucial part of your Sunday morning setting lineup strategies, right? So here we go. Mohamed Sanu or Geronimo Allison? 
Oh, man, this is a tough one. Let me pull up my ranks here. For me, it'll be Geronimo Allison. Uh, we talked earlier about the, the market share as far as who's getting the most targets out in, uh, on the, for the Falcons, and we saw that Sanu's fourth on that list. He's behind, you know, Hooper, Ridley, and obviously Julio. So I don't – for Sanu, he has to get in the end zone for me, I think, to pay off. Yeah, and he does get a surprising amount of catches, Sanu, for a guy that's really their fourth option. Yeah, and they spread the ball out. They yeah. do. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean with Allison. I just think there's going to be more targets for him. And he's a big guy. I think Aaron will look to him in the end zone. Exactly. And playing, I think they'll be playing somewhat from behind today. And, again, no Devontae Adams. It opens the door. When you're missing a guy like Devontae Adams, everyone's got to contribute. All hands on deck. No Rivers doubt. or Brissett? Uh, I'm going to roll with Rivers. I'm with you on this one. Rivers it is. How about Frankie Gore, I never Ooh. get old, or Chris Thompson, I get real old. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Did they give us a scoring there? No, and again, guys, if you're listening out there, make sure that you notate if it's PPR standard because if it's PPR, of course, Chris Thompson is the guy here. Right. So I think I don't love Chris Thompson, but I figured they're going to be chasing points. So I think you could get a lot of dump-down passes to him. So if it's a PPR, i go with Chris Thompson there. We have a question here from Twitter from our man Randy Poole. He says, where do you or others get gambling stats like the example of how bad Atlanta is versus the AFC? Now, a true magician never gives away all his tricks, but I'll pull the curtain back a little bit, and there's a few things like sportsdatabase.com. You can build your own systems. You can go on there, and it's, it's tough. You'll see what I mean when I say tough. Uh, you use a, a formula, and they give you different, uh, I guess, equations that you can put in per team to, uh, to find out I'm talking about the most specific. You could find out teams coming off two losses against the spread, traveling uh, on back-to-back road games. Whatever the case is, you can narrow it down to what you want. So I use that, sportabase.com, and I also use fantasy uh, or sports betting labs. Betting labs, also you pay a monthly subscription. I'm dropping free hits for them, but, again, that's where I get my numbers. It costs, but, again, you can go there and you can pick uh, weather under under 78 degrees, coming off a loss, uh, with less than 30% of the bets. You can do all that, and then, boom, it gives you and it narrows it down for you. So, again, using those kind of uh, formulas, it gets you to what you need. So, everyone wondering out there. Yeah, and when you get all that information, Jerry, you know what I do with it is I go to my bookie. It only makes sense. I mean, because why am I going to do all that research if I don't think I'm going to play some bets and make some money? So, I go to my bookie because when you bet – and then you win, they actually pay you. My bookie has odds on every game. They have more prop bets than any other sports book, guys. And if you're a fantasy guy, you can hit the reception total on a running back. You can bet on that. You can bet on how many yards he's going to get. Nobody pays out faster than my bookie. You get your cash when you want it. And, guys, did you know you can bet after kickoff? Jerry and I talked about this earlier. I didn't like the 11-and-a-half-point spread in the Longhorn game yesterday. So you know what I did? I waited until West Virginia scored a touchdown, and the line went down to five and a half. Boom, I pulled out my phone on my bookie. I fired on the Longhorns, minus five and a half. And when everybody else was sweating the end of that game, you know what I was doing, Jerry? I was counting my money. I was drinking a beer, and I was relaxed because I went on my bookie, and I bet live in-game. That's all you have to do this football season. Be smart. Bet with the best at mybookie.ag. Guys, and if you sign up today, my bookie will double. I said double your first deposit. 
up to $1,000. You put 1000 bucks in there, they'll match it with 1000 Maybe you're not a high roller. Maybe you just want to put 100 bucks in there. They will match that 100 and then you're betting with house money instead of with your own money, guys. Use promo code RADIO to get them to match that deposit. Promo code RADIO. They will double that offer. That's mybookie.ag, promo code RADIO. Play, win, get paid at mybookie. I'm going to get you paid right now over to my bookie. You're going to go in over there. You're going to start your account. You're going to make that deposit, and you're going to go to Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati Bengals receiver. Look for him to have over six receptions today over at my bookie. Get over there right now. You have about 23 minutes till kickoff. Ten games on the early slate? What was up with that? Man, this is great. Come up to Brewings and watch all these games with us, guys. They have a great – this is a big sports bar. I mean, I'm looking, at a, I'm looking at a projector screen that's – I mean, it's, yes. it's gigantic with 300 inches up there. Yes. They got games all over going on, and I'm not going to lie. I love this Bruins. This might be my favorite one, Yeah, to we're be in Rosenberg today, and this is, this is a nice one. A really big bar. We're set up in the bar. Come hang out with us. We'll give you some fantasy tips. We'll give you some gambling plays today. We're at the Brewings in Rosenberg. I'm telling you, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five. They've got like 15 TVs in here. All the games are going to be on. Come watch the action with us today. They've got wing specials, guys. The food smells so good. You've got to come out to Brewings. 24103 Southwest Freeway. Kickoffs in 22 minutes now. 22 minutes to get those bets in. We'll see you guys soon. First beer's on me. Yeah, come on out. Jerry's not messing around. You did it last week for the people. That's what I'm saying. Come on out. Let's have a good time. Let's get into these the rest of these games because there's a guy out there wondering, saying, well, what about me? You haven't you haven't talked about my quarterback, Josh. I well, haven't. let's get to the rest of these games. Right, let, let's get to the rest of these games. And, you know, we've actually done a pretty good job today. We've, we've gone through these pretty fast. So I believe we left off. With the Green Bay-Dallas game, we got to that one. That was kind of a stay-away game for us. This one's interesting to me. This is Sunday night football. Let's get to this one. Colts-Kansas City. Man, 11-point spread here for the Chiefs. They're at home on Sunday night football. I think we are going to see some points tonight, Jerry. I, this is a good one. I was a little tempted to try and get in on this action. I was trying to – sometimes you can buy points. There, there's some things you can do with when you're gambling on this stuff. I was wanting to get the spread a little lower than 11. Seems a lot to me. What do you think about this one? Let's start off just with Brissett. Who is he? Have we found out? Because he's shown that he is capable. So let's get that yeah. out of the way. Now, the Chiefs, they've shown us that three out of the four quarterbacks they face have been top ten fantasy quarterbacks. So yeah. you can almost plug Brissett in as being a, a QB1, a top ten guy. Yeah. That's value in the DFS world. Why? Because the Chiefs, they can't get to the quarterback. And they allow the NFL six most completions of 20-plus yards. So they're allowing bombs. Yeah. We always talk about the game script. We talk about when you uh, handicap against Arizona, that means the other team's going to get a lot of opportunities. When you handicap against the Chiefs, usually the other team's going to chase, yeah. giving you value to your quarterback. And it looks like T.Y. Hilton's going to be back. He returned to practice this week. T.Y., T.Y. it is. Do you fire him up on all, even in the DFS world? Because season long, I guess you have to, right? You do, but I'm going to be a little careful with him this week, Jerry, and here's why. little tip for all you fantasy owners. It's a Sunday night football game. You know, if something happens and maybe he tweaks something in warm-ups or maybe they were just trying to make it look like he was going to play to the Chiefs and then he's all of a sudden inactive, you could be screwed. So be careful here with T.Y. Make sure you have other options. But, yes, in general, Jerry, I do like him. But these Sunday night games, they scare me, man, because if you don't have anybody else to flip in there, you could take a zero. And not to forget his splits. Home row turf grass splits, 83.9 yards per game. He almost scored in 50% of those games, 44% to be exact. When he's not, when it's a retractable roof, 
61% yards, or 61 yards, 28% touchdowns. He drops 20 yards and almost 20% on both categories. Be careful with T.Y. Hilton barely coming back. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's a, a, a snap count or anything like that, but he could re-injure that thing. He scares me. He scares me, and I love, I love the point you make because the, someone out there is thinking, man, I'll figure it out. If he doesn't play, i got a few people. Yeah, but do you have a few people in those two last games? Right. Because that's all you have to pick out of. Great point, Josh. Let's move along. Let's do it. And I think it could be a Jack Doyle game. So keep that in mind. He's been coming on, getting some catches. How about the Chiefs' backfield before we move along? Yeah. Who, who do you think go, oh, goes off there? This be- is a mess. Damian Williams is back this week. So Darrell Williams has been pretty good, right? LaShawn McCoy's been good. Now Damian Williams comes back. Man, this is kind of a mess. I, I might – if I, I'm starting shady, but outside of him, I don't know if I'm rolling with anybody on the Chiefs in the backfield. How about Watkins? We talked about regression with Prescott. Well, Watkins came out, and he ended a lot of people's Sundays. Yeah. It was a bloody Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yes. And he hasn't really done – Got into the uh, to that mode since then. So, what do we make of Watkins? Uh, do you fire up these other guys, Demarcus Robinson, Miko Hardman's? I'm I'm gonna stay away from Hardman for a while. He's starting to scare me. I like I like Demarcus this week. I'm gonna play him. This is tough because Sammy Watkins is killing fantasy owners because a lot of them benched him week one. Remember when he went bananas, and then they've started him every week after that, and he hasn't done anywhere close to what he did in week one. You know, when Tyreek Hill went down. So, Sammy Watkins is hurting a lot of fantasy owners, but he's in a high-powered offense. He's the number one receiver. you got to play him. One thing that scares me about going up against that defense, they allowed Corey Davis 38 yards, Terrell Williams 36, Mike Williams 29, A.J. Brown 25. You get this? Yeah. Ridley, one catch for six. Julio Jones, only receiver to clear 40 yards against the Colts defense. That's scary, but I do like Demarcus Robinson this week, I, and maybe it's because I'm having to play him in a league and I'm just kind of stuck. So I hedging? Like yeah, I'm hedging. I like it, but look, he's a big play guy. I, I think he gets going this week. I, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. So I, I, I really do. I think there's a lot of points in this one. Yeah, and the Chiefs, they're, they're circled to score in the 30s, so if they're going to score in the 30s, someone's got to get that ball, and you would think that one of these receivers, if I had to lean on someone, it's going to be Robinson, I, I believe, this He's week. He's tall. You know, I think he can get you a touchdown. But and the it, honeymoon comes to an end here. Robinson owners, Miko Hartman yeah. guys, because we know uh, Hill's going to come back. He's probably, what, a, a week or two? Yeah, he'll same? probably – he almost could have played this week. I bet he'll be back next week. So get everything you can out of these guys. And we're not pulling your it. arm. He will be back. And we'll be back with one segment. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put our names on things. We're going to make sure that we put a stamp of approval, the money line approval. The money comes in. One last segment until kickoff. Moneyline ESPN 97 La 5. You're listening to an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow, live from Brew Wings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Last segment, last chance to get on in, 713-780-3776. Last chance to get some winners at Moneyline975, which is where you can find us on Twitter. If you miss any of the show at Podcast Arena, 
is where you can find us because everything will be there ready for you right after the show. Thanks to our man Renzo back in home base taking care of all the calls, taking care of all the podcasting. Our man Andrew taking care of all the jams. Let's get this thing rolling because we have one segment left. We got a question here from Joshua on Twitter. Deontay Johnson or John Brown? I'm going to roll with John Brown. It looks like Josh Allen is back this week. And John Brown's been pretty damn good, so I'm going to roll with him. The only thing that scares me here is Johnson, he's become Rudolph's favorite. 9 of 12 for 120 yards, 10.8 yards per attempt whenever he's targeting him to Johnson. Two touchdowns. You know sometimes when these young quarterbacks or new quarterbacks get like a favorite, they tend to go with him a lot. And Juju's been – I'm not sure that – He's the number one guy that he, I'm not sure if he can beat you all the time. And not to, not to say he's an outside guard, just a slot. He does both. But he's more of a slot guy to me that got outside speed that you yeah. can also throw. But I'm not sure he's a guy that can beat the number one defensive back on the other side, the number one cornerback consistently. No, and, God, you saw that offense, all the wildcat they were running. And whenever Rudolph was throwing the ball, it was – it was all pretty much at the line of scrimmage. Let's you know talk what about I mean? that. What do you think about yeah. the uh, Wildcat? Man, I look, I like Jalen Samuels going forward. I'll tell you yeah. that. I, I thought that was a really smart move on their part. I think it's good for James Conner. But it terrifies me for their passing game. They don't trust Mason Rudolph. That, that's what that told me the other night. They don't trust him to throw the ball consistently down the field. So I don't. if I'm a Juju Smith-Schuster owner, I am selling him if I can get anything of good value. I, I'm, I'm getting, he's also dealing with that toe issue. He's been playing a little banged up all year. I just I don't trust that Steelers offense unless it's running through the running back. So I, I see your point. I get that Mason Rudolph's kind of locked in on him, but it tells me Mike Tomlin doesn't trust him. You know, if they're pulling him off the field, didn't Jalen Samuels throw like three passes? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, that worries me. It's worrying for sure. Did we answer Stevens' question decisively? We what, did not. Is it going to be? It was a Carlos Hyde, and what was the other? Landry. One? Landry, and I checked. Landry passed the concussion protocol. And this is actually a perfect segue because we do need to talk about Monday Night Football. We haven't got to that yet, and that's going to be the 49ers and the Browns. With me, I guess, look, we don't know if it's a PPR or not with Steven's question. If it's not a PPR, I'm probably going to roll with Carlos Hyde and just hope that he falls in the end zone for me. Diggs or Chark coming from the text line? I'm going to go with Diggs. Shark's got a tough matchup this week against the Carolina Panthers. We saw them shut down DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm, I'm not going to go with him this week. That's, Carolina worries me a little bit. They've been good on defense. I'm with you on Diggs. He asked for it. Let's yeah. see if he can get it. He let's let's some, see yeah. what changes. Is it going to be five more pass attempts? How many more pass attempts, right. if any? Because you can't change something that's working. You can't take the ball out of Cook's hands. No, but the Giants are so bad on defense. And they allow big plays. They Look do. for that. And Diggs, this is where he comes out with those big plays. I, I, him and Thielen, get them in your lineups this week. We've got another one here. My man says he's sweating over this one, and I would be too because he's got Kirk Cousins or the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm saying it. I like both of these guys this week. And I really just think it's a deal where – you hear Thielen and these receivers complaining, so I think Kirk Cousins. This is like your grandma out. telling you, "Green bees or peas." Yes, and look, I know Andy Dalton's terrifying. We talked about how bad he looked. This is a great matchup, though, for him against Arizona. I like both these guys, but I am going to lean towards Kirk Cousins because uh, what's it, Christian Kirk? He's not playing this week. That's a big weapon. For the Cardinals. So I'm going to lean towards Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I'm on Andy Dalton myself. The Red Rocket, I feel like there'll be, a, there'll be extra plays for him. And I know that the Cardinals struggle on defense. We got another one. Fournette 
or Gallman, full point PPR? I'm going four net. He went 200 yards last week. I'm going to keep rolling with him. And this is a matter of getting too cute here because, yeah, yeah Gallman can very well outscore him, full point PPR. Yes, I can see that. But Fournette just showed you they just came on coming off a big game like this. It'd be doing too much and being too cute to take out Fournette right now and to put in Gallman at this point. And I know you're feeling lucky right now. Gallman owners are, like, thinking, yes, please, Saquon, stay away. Correct. Please. Correct. But – the truth is that Fournette is going to shine today again because they figured out – they think they figured something out. Let's see if it keeps going into this week. They did. And I was talking earlier about uh, Kyler Murray and uh, and their offense, but I, was, I meant to be talking about John Ross being out for the Bengals. I think that hurts Andy Dalton. So, like I said, I'm going to roll Kirk Cousins. we got to get to this Monday night football game. So, let's talk about this a little bit. Browns, 49ers. I kind of like the Browns here. 49ers coming off a bye, so they did have a little extra time to prep. 49ers defense has been amazing so far this year, Jerry, but, I mean, it's only three games, you know, because they had a bye. That's not a very big sample. I think, you know, the Browns, a little momentum coming off that win against the Ravens, and, I mean, it's plus four and a half for Cleveland. I kind of like Cleveland in this spot. What do you think? It's just crazy to think that taking the Niners and you're giving up four and a half yeah. points. That's a lot. Yes. It's hard to trust. But at the same time, has Cleveland figured it out? Do you think they figured it out last game? Was that – Boy, Nick Chubb was sure good. I tell you about buying the ugly things and selling the pretty uh, – not last week, but the week before last. We saw Cleveland lose on prime time to the Rams. They couldn't get it in. We yep. saw the Rams uh, win. Yeah. And then you vice versa. So then the Rams turn around last week, get blown out or get outright beat by a double-digit underdog in Tampa. Tampa yeah. And you see Cleveland win yeah, against Ravens. Ravens. So you see you, you, you flip things. What looks pretty, yeah. you sell. And, and, and that's what, again, that's what this whole thing is about. It's not only about picking the good team. Anybody can look at the computer right now. And anybody, my man asked earlier, where do you get these against the spread stats? I can tell you where to get those. And you can go look at them. But you have to realize which ones make sense, which ones still play. Which, why does it make sense for, a, let's say, a, the Cardinals offense, let's say a team totals. What does this Cardinals offense, the way they run, have to do with the team five years ago that, had, that, that ran a completely different scheme? It has nothing to do with it. So then you have to look at other trends, other trends that more and tell you to this game specific. How do these teams do against teams that run the ball X amount of times? How, what familiarity do you have? If we don't have a strong sample size on the Cardinals, do we have a strong sample size at least on the opposite side so we can at least get a, a, a measure of where the other team's going to be playing and then we can fit our, our theory into that? No doubt. And for me, it's just the amount of points. Four and a half for the Browns against the 49ers. I just... That seems like too much. So I'm taking the Browns plus the points there. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns lost. I just I think four and a half is a lot. I think that this is a game to hit that over. I believe there's points coming. We talk about regression, and we saw that the under was the favorite bet in primetime games. It came out smashing. But I think it'll slowly pick up, and it'll start evening itself out. Give me the over here in a game that I do think the Browns might have figured out something on offense. It takes when, – when you have those gimmicky offenses and you have a lot of weapons, sometimes it takes time. And yeah. they, maybe they figured out something against Baltimore. Not saying that they're going to be world beaters now, but let's say that they're good for 23 points in the night. Niners are good for about 24 to 27. Yeah. That'll get you there. It will. And let's talk about Nick Chubb here. This is uh, basically the toughest matchup you can have in fantasy right now is the 49ers run defense. that They're giving up the least amount of points to running backs. I still like Nick Chubb this week. He's still like a top five play for me. 
I just look. You're gonna have to show me a little more to make me think the 49ers are all of a sudden some defense that I'm gonna shy away from in fantasy. It's crazy. You know They've only I mean? allowed 3.3 yards per carry. Yeah. And, like I said, they've played three games, Jerry. You know, like I'm not – I'm still rolling with Nick Chubb. I, I'm, I like Odell Beckham this week. I just – I'm not running away from these guys. Well, that's the sound of the alarm, and you know what that means. It's time for the Moneyline squad to put their name on something. So lead it off, Josh. What are you going to put your name on for the people? You know, this one's, this one's a little tricky this week, but, you know – Actually, it's not that tricky. I have so many people asking me about Austin Eckler this week. What do I do with Melvin Gordon coming back? Start him, okay? I'm putting my name on it. Roll with Austin Eckler this week. He's going to be fine. He's going to catch a lot of passes. Keep rolling with him. Andrew, put your name on something for the people. The Minnesota Vikings have a get-well game today against the New York Giants. Adam Thielen goes off. Kirk Cousins goes off as much as Kirk Cousins will go off at least. And (laughs) they'll have a bit of a get-well game today. There you have it. I like that one, Andrew. Andrew's got a feeling that (laughs) something's going to happen for Minnesota. Me, I'm going to sign off with this one, and I'm going to go right back to that Atlanta-Houston game. I feel like we see points. I think that Deshaun gets time. It's a Will Fuller game. Put my name on Will Fuller. His his friends call him Willie. I'll call him (laughs) Willie. Willie, we need a touchdown for you. I'm firing you up in the DFS world. We need a bomb to you, and I think we see that today. So once again, guys, thanks for joining us. We're live out at Brewings. Come on out here. Get that special. Again, it's 30 wings. Seventeen ninety nine. Mine are already ordered. They're yeah. on the way. G- Got to get out to Brewing's, guys. We are in Rosenberg. The bar is already filling up. All the games are on. Come get those drink specials. Come get those wing specials. This is a great location. Really big bar. Awesome, awesome environment. Come watch some football with Moneyline. We'll give you some bets. We'll give you some fantasy plays. Come see me and Jerry Bow at Brewing's in Rosenberg today. Tuesdays, two for one on traditional or boneless. Wednesdays, two for one on boneless wings. Thursdays, I like this. Draft specials all day, 20 boneless wings, $9.99. And on Friday, the paycheck Friday. Yeah. Get the family out, $29.99 plus tax. 32 boneless wings, two sides, and a fi- family size salad. I don't have a family here, but I'm going to order all that I'm going to eat like I have a family. I'm going to eat like I have a family, and I'm going to eat like we just cashed tickets. I'm signing off for the squad. Renzo, our man Andrew, our man Josh Jordan, and your guy Jerry Bo knows. Peace.